Hey guys, welcome back to After Amen. I'm Tanya. And I'm Josh. And we are excited to have you with us again. We um, wrapped up part one of Relationship Not Religion last week, and we are excited to bring you part two. It is probably better, I think, than part one. Yeah, we get, we get pretty deep on some things. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Make sure you leave us a rating and let us know what you think. And um, enjoy. And and I just want to point out that uh, apologies. We we had a, a mic that uh, came unplugged um, between part one and part two. So uh, just forgive us for the, the sound quality on, on this episode. Okay, so... There's the gap method, but then there's also, I think, one of the, you know, we're, we're talking about when you have a relationship with someone, you got to get to know them and getting in the Bible is the best way to get to know God. But I think on top of that and to add to that is journaling. You've got journaling go through your Bible and highlight things in your Bible. Memorize the scripture. The word says to hide his word in our heart. Um, Memorize those scriptures. Um, Make notes. And I would highly suggest you make notes in your Bible. Because there's, you know, my grandmother's Bible, it's so worn from where she's flipped the pages over the years. And she's got all of her notes you know, made in the margins mm-hmm. and even dates, you know, right. yeah. and that's just so special. And it just shows the intensity of her relationship with God. And it's so special to me. And then, um, you know, participate in Bible studies. If your church doesn't have a Bible study group, start one, Yeah, right. yeah. you know, make that, Simple make order. that step. Mm. And, Small um, groups. Yeah, small groups. You don't have to. Here's the thing, and this is where I think people get confused. People think that, well, I can't start a Bible study group because I don't know the Word of God like some people do. That is a lie from the enemy. Mm -hmm. That is the way the enemy tells you that you can't do something for God when the reality is we can all do it. Yeah. Um, Listen to podcasts. I can... We'll link to several um, podcasts uh, in in our show notes. I'll, I'll I'll make a you know a a an effort to do that. Um, one of my favorites right now is called She Reads Truth, and it's literally a Bible study. Mm-hmm. They go through um, books of the Bible. They go through concepts from the Bible, and the whole podcast is just full of content, Mm -hmm. Um, Wrestling for the Faith. Mm -hmm. Um, The Unashamed podcast with the Robertsons is another Mm -hmm. fantastic one. Um, But we'll link to several, you know. The Bible Project is also really, really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like, actually, my sister just started their own life group at their church, her and her husband. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a Bible study life group, um, and they're using content from the Bible Project. And it's a YouTube thing that they do and they have tons of content that goes with it so 
you don't have to know everything to start. Yeah. You just, you can glean from things that people have already done. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And again, like I said, it's a lie from the enemy. If you are, if you feel like you don't know enough to make that step and to step into something like that, that is, that is the enemy trying to stop you from making an impact. Start where you are. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But again, the whole topic of this is relationship, not religion. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is this is the importance of creating that relationship with him. Yes. And it not be about religion. Right. I mean the religiosity of it we need to put aside. Most definitely. You know, we've got too much stuff nowadays yeah. focused on the legalism as you right. put it yes. earlier. And honestly, yes religion it makes it hard for the the new believer you know what i mean right. oh yeah it gives yeah. them also the loss yeah it yeah, 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 yeah true it you're not relatable perspective yeah you're not what? relatable oh yeah when you're focused on religion oh, they can tell. and they yes. they see it from a mile away yeah. i right. have heard pastors say so many times here lately that we are in a generation where they don't want the fake oh, yes. religion yes. anymore. Yes. Yes. They're they done with real it. real and authentic. They're yes. done with it. Yes. yes. In a way that you can know if if you're just, honestly, if you're being religious, is are you being stretched? Are you comfortable? Mm. Do you feel like you're growing somehow? Do you feel like yes. God is doing something new right. with you? If there's nothing new, if there's right. no new growth, and you're just going through the motions, right. you really need to reflect on, right. on yeah. your relationship. Right. If you're comfortable, yes. then you need right. to shake you things up. You become stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. It's a process that'll continue. You never get to a place where you arrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Any mindset that thinks that you know that they've arrived they've honestly fell into a form of religion yeah regardless of how seasoned of a saint or how long you've been serving christ yeah your relationship never quits growing yes oh it's a never-ending process that's so good that's so good um to be honest with you i'd just like to say when when i preached this message uh at two different services at our church i called it choose relationship not religion that's good. Uh, that's something I want to point out that it's truly a choice. Yeah, it is. And when we come to Christ before long, it the truth is after you after you start to mature, you're going to fall into one of those two categories. Absolutely. You're either going to be on fire, you're going to be passionate, you're going to be dedicated, you're going to be devoted, or you're going to fall to the wayside, you're going to have a form mm-hmm. of godliness, mm-hmm. you're going to follow God by your own rules and by your own agendas, and yeah. that's exactly what religion is. Yeah. You know, religion is a lot about just keeping certain standards or things from the Bible. God's mm-hmm. commandments, at least the ones that religious people embrace. Mm-hmm. It's a pick and choose game. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. I'm going to pick these things because, you know, they fit what I want. But yeah. these other things yeah. I'm going to totally neglect mm-hmm. and act yeah. like they're not there. Yeah. Any part of the body of Christ, and this is a bold statement, and I hope this doesn't lose viewers. No, nah, it's okay. <laughs> but any We're part of the body of Christ. Being authentic. Right. That, that does not embrace having a true relationship with Christ and just tries to make it seem like it's all about following a few different rules. Mm-hmm. They've got it. They've got it mixed up. Right. Yes. I am not um, saying that 
that there are definitely certain ways or certain commandments that we're supposed to follow. Yes, it's important the way you live your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not just about not hanging out with people who cuss, smoke, drink, and chew but, and being holier than thou. It's about truly having a relationship with Christ. And to that Christ. point, there was there's a part in Scripture where the religious leaders come at Jesus with something yeah. like yeah. that. And right. they're asking, well, which one's the greatest commandment? Blah, 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 yeah. blah. You know, they're trying to trip him up. Right. And what does he say? The greatest and first commandment is to love the Lord your God yes. with all your heart, yep. all your soul, right. and all your mind. Yes. Like everything and in us. Yes. Because the reality of it is when we do that, Everything else will line up. Amen. And it goes further to say to not only love God with everything that you are, with your your soul and every intention, but to love your neighbor. And then it furthermore says Mm -hmm. that by doing these things, we sum up the entire law of the Old Testament. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Phil Robertson says that all the time. It's so good. It (laughs) proves right there alone that as a part of being a New Testament believer, Mm -hmm. it is first and foremost about your relationship. That's right. In the culture today, it's become, in churches too, it's become so much about us. Yeah. Everything Mm -hmm. has become about us and how God can help us and how, I mean, everything is just so self centered all the time. Right. And if you're in a church service where, the majority of what they talk about is what God can do for you and not what you're supposed to be doing as a follower. Right. And the discipleship part of it. Right. How, what you do once you get saved. Right. Because it stops at you just saying this prayer and you get saved and that's all they teach. If it's not yes. teaching you how to live after that, right. then there's an issue. Right. You know, relationship is more than just one-sided. Yes. Right. It's just like we were talking about our relationship with God is a lot like how, or at least in the first session, we were saying it's a lot like how our relationship is with people. Yeah. Any relationship that you have in your life that thrives, yeah. it's because you give intentionality towards it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You give effort towards it. Mm-hmm. And there's effort. There's It's a give and take. Yeah. It's not all about what can I take from you? What right. can you do for right. me? Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's about what can I do for you? How can I know you more? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because honestly, me? you think about a best friend relationship. If you're just worried about what you can get out of it, right. it's not much of a relationship. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And how many times do we see people who get saved and they are on fire for God and then after so long they just fall off the wagon. Right. Yeah. They get their the eyes off of Jesus. Yes. And that's exactly right. that's exactly it. They're not putting into the relationship. Yes. They're just trying to get out of the relationship. Yes. Yes. And that's when I think we as believers and as seasoned believers and mature believers, we have a responsibility in that. And I think the church the church has not always done a great job at yeah. equipping new believers. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes they get, you know, we get super excited about a believer coming home to Christ or a backslider coming back home to know Jesus. But what do we really do after that? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And I that's think good. that's a, you know, that's a, a challenge that's thrown out to churches. Right. 
we have such a responsibility as seasoned believers to constantly challenge that person. Mm -hmm. Right. Are you spending time with God? How right. can I help you? What can right. I do to help you grow yes. in Christ? Come back yes. the servant's heart. Yes. yes. Oh, how much come are we on. thinking about ourselves every day versus how much we're actually reaching out to people around us? Yeah. Being yeah. outside of our world. Yeah. That's After talking about being interruptible and are you interruptible? Like, are you willing to go outside of your normal day-to-day -day mm -hmm. task, your day-to-day -day responsibilities That's and good. think about other people? Yeah. It's yeah. not easy to do. Yeah. No, right. it's not. Because you look at somebody like like me. I you know, I'm not from here, so I don't know a lot of people. You know, I've been here for a long time now, but I still don't know Same. a ton of yeah. people. So for me and and some people that know me would probably say I'm insane for saying this. It is not easy for me to make friends. Yeah. I get this weird, awkwardly shy. I understand. I, I, get, I do. I get like, I feel weird when I just walk up to somebody and introduce myself, you know, which is insane because one of my best friends in school said I walked up to her on the first day of sixth grade when she started my school and said, hey, my name's Tanya. You're my best friend now. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember doing that, but she says she, you know, yeah. she swore up and down. That's what I did. And we were, we were so tight for several years. Yeah. But that again, that's why I think the word says have childlike faith. I think mm -hmm. that's another reason because right. children have no inhibitions. Yeah. They don't wor run around worrying about right. what, somebody's yeah. going to think about right. them. Yeah. And they're right. also not coming into a friendship with goals. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. They just want to be, have a relationship with you. Yeah. They're not thinking about what can I get out yeah. of this relationship. Come on. Right. But also they're, they're not limited to the world. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They have imagination. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. they also can believe farther than what we believe as, right. as adults. Yeah. Right. we're like, we put God in this little bitty bubble yeah. of what he can and yeah. can't do. You yeah. know what I mean? But again, right. there's that re religion yeah, of it. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, we have this box yeah. and mm -hmm. we put God in this box. And what yeah. we don't realize is when we lift that lid of that box and let him out, right. the possibilities are limitless. Oh, yeah. Yes, no doubt. No doubt. Definitely. Yep. Um, if it's all right, I'd like to read from Second Timothy 3, verses 1 through 5 really quickly. Yeah, um, absolutely. I'd like to say right before I do, this is, this is the set of scriptures that God gave me all these or the particular messages on this topic and uh actually this is from the passion translation we were just talking about that a minute ago uh but it says this but you need to be aware that in the final days the culture of society will become extremely fierce mm -hmm. everything that this is about to explain sounds like it's perfectly describing the days and the times that we are living in yeah it says people will be self-centered lovers of themselves yeah. and obsessed with money they will boast of great things as they strut around in their arrogant pride and mock all that is right. They will ignore their own families. They will be ungrateful and ungodly. They will become addicted to hateful and malicious slander. Slaves to their desires. Listen to that closely. They will be ferocious, belligerent haters or belligerent haters of what is good and right. With brutal treachery, they will act without restraint, 
bigoted and wrapped in clouds of their conceit. And I really want you to focus on the last two sentences of this. They will find their delight in the pleasures of this world Mm -hmm. more than the pleasures of the loving God. Wow. Mm -hmm. They may pretend, this really speaks to the religious mindset, Mm -hmm. they will pretend to have a respect for God, but in reality, they want nothing to do with God's Mm -hmm. power. Wow. Stay away from people like these. Wow. How clear could it get? Yeah. And in the, in the New King James, it describes this as people with only a form of godliness mm-hmm. that deny yeah. God's power. Yep. Yeah. And that is what religion does. Yeah. It denies God's power. It denies what God's word says. Mm-hmm. It says that on, only certain things, you know, we pick and choose certain things and certain things that are in the New Testament. That was for a different time. No, that is a lie of the devil. That is a lie of religion. Mm-hmm. Everything that his word says that was obtainable for uh, the disciples and everybody in the New Testament is obtainable for us now. Like we talked about, the word is still alive, it's sharp, yeah. and it's active. And whatever we yeah. are willing to apply will work for us, and we find this through engaging in true relationship. You know, I was just literally just today while cleaning the church listening to one of my podcasts. Um, is actually She Reads Truth, and they were talking about the promises of God, and they were talking about the concept of, because so many people think, well, that was Old Testament. That's Old Covenant, right. mm-hmm. not New Covenant. Yeah. But if you really look at the promises of God— they're parallel. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't lose the right. promises no. of right. Abraham just because right. Jesus came. Exactly. Yeah. And God's word says he does not change. Yeah. Right. He is exactly. the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Right. Not to abolish it. Yes. So when we start getting in that mindset that this is old covenant or this is new covenant or, right. you know, that right. that's just like, and this drives me crazy. When people think that tithing is not a new covenant thing. Right. Come I, on. You can't tell me that it's not. Mm-hmm. I am living right. proof. Right. Right. Also, Malachi is the last book of the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was literally the transition point yeah. from where there was about to be, I believe, a time of 400 years before God spoke another word. Yeah. 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 It's the last thing he dis- he talked to us about before he transitioned yep. into the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I say one thing? Go ahead. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Even if let's just say let's just say it is old covenant and it's not for today, God set a standard, a standard of ten percent. Why would we want to go below that? Come yeah, on, come on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. so true. And a lot of people in, with forms of religion. A lot of mm-hmm. churches that are religious, mm-hmm. they're scared to teach you this kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. 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 And because that's one thing worried. I've always respected yeah. about pastor. Yeah. Right. He does not, he is not going right. to get up there and give you some right. patty cake, yeah. pat right. on the diaper Come on. message about tithing. No. Mm-hmm. Sometimes his tithing messages go Almost as long as his sermon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, for sure. But this Most is definitely. the first church I've ever been to that talked right. about. Yeah, that's Me what too. I was about to say. Right. Well, I, well never... I take that back. I take that back. My childhood church put an emphasis on it. Yeah. But I cannot tell you the churches we've been to. I literally, y'all, 
And I'm going to tell this, and I'm not going to say what ministry it was. I went to a church one time that they took up an offering. The pastor came back to the stage and said, no, mm-mm, that wasn't enough. Y'all going to do this again. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And goodness. I was like, That's awkward. Well, yeah. yeah. Which then puts pressure on you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And is used. But things like that are why lonely. people nowadays don't want right. to talk yeah. about money right. in the because church. Because there's been so yeah. many people model it wrong. Yeah. yeah. It's just sad because yeah. you, you miss out on the blessing of God. Yeah. Yes, oh. you do. Oh my gosh. It's the only time. I don't know why we've got on this tithe. And I don't right. <laughs> it's good. I believe the Holy Spirit knows what he's doing. Yeah, it's the only time in the scripture where God said, prove yeah. me in this. Test yeah. Me. yeah. Test me. Yeah. Try me out. Nowhere else does he say you no. can do this. It's right. the only place we're given permission to test God. Right. Yeah. And, and something didn't work. Yeah. yeah. And we're not we're not bashing any church that doesn't no, no, no. that does yeah. not or anybody uh, that doesn't because you can always this. start. But the so, truth yeah, is, I'm just going to make a bold yeah. statement. The fact of people, let me say this right: Christians who do choose to tithe mm-hmm. are an example. Mm-hmm. of Christians who are in true relationship with God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that says, regardless of what the world says, regardless yeah. of what the world's opinion is, mm-hmm. I am going to completely sell out to the word. Yeah. I'm going to apply the word. Yeah. I'm not going to get opinions from other people, but I'm going to do right. what the word it says. It, it comes back down to the culture right now, believing your truth. Like Come what on. my truth is. That's what, what religion is. Yeah. That's so good. Exactly. That's exactly what and religion we, is. So many people base, they say that they're a good person. And, you know, we, we try to compare people and say, you know, everyone thinks that they're a good person. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, you don't just walk around thinking, man, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> but if you don't have something to compare yourself to, if you don't have guidelines to look at, yeah. You don't know mm-hmm. the truth. You have to make up your own. Right. Yeah. So everybody's walking around the world. Right. Having their own rules of what makes a good person, yeah, what right. they are, yeah, right. And you have to have something to guidelines. You just need yes. something to look at, and the truth is the Bible. Right. Mm-hmm. We're not Absolutely. called to make our own no uh, doctrine. We're yeah, not no. called to make our own rules. Yeah. That's what religion does. But relationship gives way to God, gives access to God, and trusts. That his way is best. Yeah. Yeah. If we do life his way, we get his results. Well, and because if we're being honest, what kind of a relationship do you have with someone if you don't allow them to speak into your life? That's good. What kind of relationship do Josh and I have if I'm not willing to hear any suggestions he has for me? Right. I mean, it's no different than with God. Yeah. And I would say take it a step further with God because, I mean... I love you, Josh, and I trust you, but I don't trust you more than I do him. Yeah, I I mean, he is all knowing. God's going to tell you something about yourself because He wants the best for you. Yeah, right. Not everyone. You can't trust everyone to be that way, but you can trust God. Right. Right. And the truth is, if God is not the top priority of the list of your relationships, if he's not the most important relationship, you don't even know how to properly have relationship with other people. Come on. That is you so cannot true. love your husband or your wife mm. the correct right. way without having a relationship yeah. with yeah. God. That's true. Amen. You just cannot. So 
No relationship matters more than the relationship that you and yep. Christ have. Yeah. You get that one right, and everything else is going to so, fall yes. in line. Well, I mean, the yes. Word says it. You want yeah. to love yeah. yourself right. That's right. Seek Correct. Him first, Correct. and all these things will be added yeah. unto yeah. you. Yes. Everything. You mm-hmm. put Him at the top priority of yes. your finances, your finances are going to line up. Yep. Yes. You put Him at the top priority of your marriage, your marriage is going to line right. up. You right. put them at the top priority of your kids, your kids are going to line up. Yes. We are, I'm going to be honest with you, we are living, walking, breathing testimonies to the kids' part. Mm-hmm. Right. It, when we got God where he was supposed to be in our lives, yeah. right? they see it. My kids began to get their lives oh, right yes. with yeah. God oh, yes. without any inkling of a push from me. Yeah. Yes. Now, we'll say oh, that yes. just because you're following God and seeking God fully doesn't mean everything's going to line up immediately. Oh, yeah. No. Correct. It doesn't mean it'll even always line up exactly how you want or think it should be. Right. Yeah. But if you have God first, then he's going to give you the peace to get through the, the grace. Yes. 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 Yeah, grace. That's a good word for right. it. But here's the reality of it. A lot of times things don't line up the way we think they should right. because that was never in God's plan yeah. for us to begin with. Yeah. Right. We That's talked about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, we exactly. talked about it on the fasting episode. Yeah. On episode two. How many times did y'all think y'all had it all figured out and yes. then you fasted and you prayed hey, and that God was said, weeks ago, man. Yeah. <laughs> We're still going through this yeah. right now. Right. It's just constant. You never know what God has for you. Right. You just have to keep taking steps. Yeah. And, and the you. only way to find it out, the only way to truly know God's purpose, God's plan. Jeremiah says, For I know the thoughts that I have for you. I know the thoughts that I have for you. I knew you before you were formed in your mother's mm-hmm. womb. Without that relationship, we can't know what his plans are. We can't right. have his guidance. We can't have. We can't receive answers from him. We can't receive revelation mm-hmm. without first having a relationship. Yeah. And, and sometimes he lets you go through things to see how you're going to react to oh, it. Oh, gosh, yeah. I agree. And, and, yeah. and see what you're going to do before and he – you closer. Yeah, to and before mm-hmm. he yes. – he, Gives you what you need. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He he makes you wait till the last second. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you're thinking that you're not gonna make it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna since you said that, that literally is on my page. So Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I'm gonna read, but I'm gonna read eleven, twelve, and thirteen. Go ahead. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, yes. to give you future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Yes. That's intentional. Yes. That is effort. And it's not just trying. That is relationship. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen a lot of people that don't believe in God. They try to use his word against him, kind of. Oh, yeah. And that's why they never get the full revelation of the scripture, because they're trying to use it the wrong way. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. They're not trying to start him. Yeah. Connor and I had this conversation about so many of the scriptures that people want to quote. Oh, yeah. Are taken out of context. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Philippians (laughs) 4.13 is number one (laughs) on the list. Yeah. Well, the. The apostate church. Yeah. Yeah. The religious church. Because, because like Philippians Mm 4.13, Philippians 4.13, for instance, when you say, when you say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, 
Read well, verses before that. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Read. I would chat. And, and, and this goes, I'm so glad we're talking about this because for a, a person who is new to reading the word, mm-hmm. It is important that you read the word in context. Yes. yes. Not that you yes, pick yes, out yes, certain yes. scriptures yes. And right. that benefit you. Mm-hmm. No. And I'm not saying that using scripture and memorizing scripture is wrong because I literally just no. said memorize scripture. Yeah. But I want to hone in on the importance of reading scripture in context. Don't just read one scripture. Read the words before that. Read the words after that. Because I guarantee you they're in there the way they are for a reason. Yes. Mm Yep. And it not only does it help you understand the scripture better and exactly what God meant by it, Mm -hmm. but not only does it do that, but you may see something completely different that you didn't even see before. Yeah. I mean, there's a danger in even doing sermons topically, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not bad at all to, to do a sermon based on a topic or, I agree. or anything like that. Right. But there is, you know, the danger of trying to just look up scriptures. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the funny thing is, and the reason that we were talking, that Connor and I were talking about this and we, we actually, this is a recurring conversation between him and I, because when we started this podcast, it was so big in mine and Josh's heart that it be rooted in God's word. Most of I mean, the, the slogan for the whole right. podcast is a discipleship podcast rooted in the word of God. Right. But not only that it's rooted in the word of God, but it's rooted in the context yes. of the word of God. Yes. Because, and you know, and here's another thing I want to say. You can get wisdom from someone younger than you. Right. The two couples sitting at this table, <laughs> we are their seniors by 10 plus years. Yeah. 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 And I'm getting more out of this, I think, than the, than you are the listeners. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. seriously. No, it speaks to all of us. My 17-year-old speaks so much wisdom into me every day. No doubt. Yep. Every day. We literally, when we were planning for this whole podcast, not just this episode, but like when we first started talking about this podcast and and he told me, he said, Mama, he's, because I was asking his opinion on a couple of scriptures, because to be honest, he's in his word as much, if not more than I am. Mm-hmm. And he's one of these analytical thinkers. Yeah. So... He, if he doesn't understand it or if he has questions about it, he's going to dig into it. Yeah. Right. And he's all wise. about context. That's a wise yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. all about context. Yes. So I was asking him what he thought about a couple of scriptures that I was wanting to use for the topic. And he said, Mama, he said, what I would recommend doing is reading the whole chapter. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And kind of getting a, a, an idea right. of what. God's trying to right. say. So you don't yeah. form your own yeah. opinions yes. from one particular yeah. detail or yeah. one sentence or yeah. one yeah. verse. Yeah. But what right. kind of right. right. But religion says I'm twenty two years older than him. I've been in this Bible longer than <laughs> yeah. him. Right. I don't have to listen to a seventeen year old. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what religion says. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Religion says that a seventeen year old can't teach you something. Right. Yeah. But relationship says <laughs> 
I better have my listening ears on all the time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because God can speak through anybody. Anybody. Yeah. Any age. Yeah. You know a conversation anybody. that I just had with my sister the other day? Sorry, I'm probably going to talk about her a lot if I'm ever That's on okay. this podcast. But anyways, because we talk constantly about scripture and everything. But um, we were talking the other day about how we, how we take criticism from people. Like, how do we handle it? Because um, I don't know how we got on this topic, but we were just talking about if somebody were to, or if somebody has come up to you and corrected you in a way. How did you react? Like, were you defensive mm-hmm. about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just how how did you react to it? Because it happened. Uh-huh. And, you know, I thought about it for a second. And I, I will say that I have had people correct me before. But honestly, mm-hmm. instead of being defensive about it, I immediately felt ashamed. Mm-hmm. And I immediately was embarrassed. You yeah. Know, and I wanted to, because I do want to hear what those things are because other people can see you more clearly yeah yeah you see yourself and sometimes they were correcting me not even in a loving way at all yeah <laughs> right yeah you know, but the thing is they still can see you mm-hmm. yeah. you know and so even if somebody's not correcting you in a loving way right. you still want to analyze the way that you take it yeah and and what they're saying because they can see you, you yeah know, better right. than and you can see yourself as brothers and sisters in christ it's it's our duty to correct one another when when you see a brother or sister falling short yeah it's our job to go hey you know this is what this is what i see you know and and the key to that is doing it the right way yes use wisdom yeah yeah use wisdom yeah coming at it with the right heart and then not only just as the word says admonishing them Mm -hmm. and correcting them but then build them up. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Because. Start with that. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but, and do, you know, we talked about this last night at the marriage conference as well. Doing it in the right setting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't call somebody out in front of everybody. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. You know. And that's the other thing. Do it one-on-one with them. Yeah. Like, don't, you know, in the, in the scripture, it specifically tells us to talk to that person that we have a issue with one-on-one mm-hmm. and then go to the pastor the elders yeah and pray but but people skip the one-on-one part yeah yeah, yeah. they go straight important. to the pastor or the yeah. elder and they yeah. complain but there again that's that religiousness of it right. where where if you have the relationship of it you do the one-on-one thing yeah right right like if i've got trey if i've got a problem with you I don't run to pastor and say, well, do you see what Trey did to me? <laughs> yeah. I go to you and I say, hey, Trey, can we talk for just a few minutes? Yeah, you know, the other day it. when you did such and such, you know, was there a reason for that? Or can we not do that? You know? Yeah. yeah. And then if it's not handled at that point, yeah. then there's then a point where you take yeah. it to pastor like, and elders. You almost put your, your leader or whoever <clears throat> in a weird position when you do that because yeah. they right. can't see it the same way you can and not only that but people are on their best behaviors you know when they're in front of their pastor oh yes Yes. very true (laughs) and so very true if i don't know it just means more to a person they're gonna have more respect for you i think it builds your relationship with that person 
yeah. you go to them one-on-one mm-hmm. first and it yeah. builds you guys' relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. We got way off topic. <laughs> no, 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 that's good. But you know, I, I'm I'm thankful for that though, because yeah. I think I think Holy Spirit designs it where you talk about the things that you need to talk about. Yeah. And if you get off topic, oh, yeah. you're not really getting off yeah. topic. Oh, you're no, just he getting knows on what his topic. Because yeah. <laughs> he knew who would listen to this. Yeah, that's exactly. what I was about to say. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, he's directing it. Absolutely. Just to just to help us kind of get back on the main focus, which is talking about the, the choice of either choosing a relationship or religion, I'd like to give this point. Um, if we are not careful, we as the church, the true church of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. Not the religious church, but the true remnant, which is the church within the church Mm -hmm. worldwide that is actually chasing after Jesus and not playing God games, but that are sold out and that are all in. We as the church can easily fall into a form of religion that God does not accept. Real relationship with God is so much more than going to church twice a week and posting Bible verses on Facebook. But it is a lifestyle (laughs) of dedication and devotion to the gospel. It is to be walked out and not just talked about. Mm -hmm. And I truly am a believer that we cannot be effective. Religion is not effective. I don't know about for y'all, but religion didn't save me. Religion didn't set me free from drugs. That's right. And without a real relationship, we cannot truly reach the lost. Oh, absolutely. And the evangelistic side is coming out of me right now. But <laughs> yeah. That's really where the heart of this message came from. Yeah. Nobody wants to listen to a word we've got to preach if they don't see our preaching lining up with what we walk out. That's Come right. On. And how that's we right. live. Yeah. And the only way to truly be able to walk out what we preach and what we say we believe mm-hmm. is to prove it. By a relationship with Christ that is evident for the world to see. Not something that we tried to keep hidden, Mm -hmm. but something that we openly live out. You know, and we said it earlier, this generation is done with the fake. Yeah. Right. They're done with it. I agree. They're over it. They don't want to see it no more. And you are not going to reach the young the younger part of this generation. And I know we need to reach everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But the younger part of this 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 generation, and even some of the older people, they're just over it. Yeah, right. they don't want to see the fakeness of. Yes, I'm Hallelujah praising Jesus on Sundays and Wednesdays, but it's I bust the church doors wide open to get home and cuss at the TV when I'm watching right. football. Or yeah, just, right. Or yeah. just live a double standard life. Yeah, yeah. I mean. They're just over it. They don't. Right. Yeah. It's 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 run on the ground. Honestly, for me, I grew up with around very much religion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not through my parents, that. but like just the community that I was raised in. Yeah. And it made me not want to have anything to do with it. All right, I, I would just exactly be living just like a hellion yeah. than right. rather to be. Picture be, perfect yeah. for all these yeah. people, you right. know, or be um, claiming something that I'm not actually yeah, exactly. truly living yeah. up to yeah. myself. Yeah, because none of them right. were, but they all claim like. I'm so holy, art thou? Yeah. Like, no, I am. Right. Sorry, and not only that, I can't. Like, I just also like to say that I can't tell you how many people I've had a lot of people, especially growing up, being a preacher's kid. Long before I got ministry myself, I had different close or closer relationships <clears throat> um, with folks that, even as a heathen, they felt the need to ask me about certain stuff because they. Mm-hmm. 
they knew that your background. They knew my background. Mm-hmm. They they knew where I came from, and even as a heathen. I truly did have a love for God. Yeah. Yeah. But I only had a form of godliness. And I'm not I'm not about to try to go further down that. And that's why this this message speaks to me and I'm so passionate about it because I once was that person. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening to me and that's all you have, if I'm if I'm talking to somebody right now that's just straddling the fence and has one foot in the world and one foot in the church. I'm telling you, I know how empty that feels. I know how lonely that is. I know Mm -hmm. how degrading it is. And I know that it's, there's, there's no fulfillment to it. There's no satisfaction. You, you, you can't help but look in your, yourself in the mirror and see something that you don't want to see. If we're not going to truly walk out what we say we believe, and if we're not going to be sold out to it. It's hard to yeah. truly embrace it. It's, t- it's hard to talk about it. It's hard to share it with people Yeah. if we know we're not really living up to what we say yeah. we're trying. Right. honest, even, all of us can relate to that. Yes. Yeah. yes. Because every single one of us, even if we didn't come from a background of like what the world would see as really serious sin, right. the fact is every single one of us had to come to a place in our lives where we made that decision. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where we were straddling the right. making, you know, we were in the world and we yes. had come to know God in a way. Mm-hmm. Right. We all had to make that decision of whether or not we were going to take this serious and make it a life choice instead mm-hmm. of just right. something that we yeah. did yeah. Right. sometimes. And the yes. Bible says... We're either hot or cold. Yes. Yeah. There is no middle ground. Right. Yeah. You can't have one foot in the well, world. Right. Yeah. There is. I mean, there he, is. He described it as lukewarm, and he would he would yeah. rather vomit yeah. that out of his mouth, yeah. according to what there his word is says. That he hates ground, that. Yeah. But in God's eyes, there's not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're either You're, for him or against him. He yeah. would literally rather you be cold. Yeah. 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 He would yeah. rather you have nothing to do with him than to play games with him. And embrace him half-hearted. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. It's it's the way. It's one of I truly believe the devil's best ways and attacks to the body of Christ. Because you're so deceived, right? You exactly. Thank you. You don't know what you exactly. You can't know what you're missing. Come on. Mm -hmm. But I said, and I'm not trying. I promise, I'm not going to dominate this. I'm going to make this quick. But I said all that to say about the different people that would come to me, even as a heathen, to get different. You know, to ask me different questions because I can't tell you how many people that I know that actually wanted something, whether it was at a young age, whatever part of life, they wanted something real with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they got hurt or they yeah. got confused or yeah. they got misled mm-hmm. by religion. And yes. to this day, they are lost I'm yeah. so and glad. running from God. I'm so glad you brought that up. Because so religious people led them away from the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. And this is, I'm, I'm going to say this because if there's somebody out there listening that you were plugged into church mm-hmm. or maybe you used to go to church or whatever and you've been hurt by someone in the church, I would encourage you that person is just a person. Yes. 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 They Please put their pants on one right. leg at Jesus. a time just right. like you yes. do, and they are a sinner just like you were at one point in time. Right. We if all not, sin. If you ain't one right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, right, right. We all sin. Yeah. We yeah. all fall short. Yeah. Right. Romans tells us that. Yes. Do not hold God or the church for that matter. Yeah. Right. To a standard of one person. Yep. Yeah. I don't right. care if it is the pastor. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I don't yep. care. 
If you are not going to church because a pastor hurt you or yeah. an elder hurt you or, or a deacon church, hurt you right. or, a, or a member hurt you, yeah. I'm Don't just let a saying, person push you away from God. Honestly, exactly. It, it goes back down to making sure that you're in the right church. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because yes, 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 I know yes. my family was hurt by a church in the past, and it wasn't just one person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. The church as a whole. Yeah. If they're doing things a certain way, it can hurt people. Yeah. And it's like gossip in a church. Gossip is the worst thing to have inside of a church. And um, like, that's what I love so much about this church is because pastor has spoken against that. I've been convicted of it in this church before. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, anyway, we're not going to go there. (laughs) But uh, but the good thing, I mean, I've learned so much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is like taking sides in a, in a, in an argument among yes. church members, mm-hmm. that's yes. something else that pastors taught me not to do, mm-hmm. because come on, we we can't. We're supposed to be in unity. Yeah, yes. yeah. as a church body, we're supposed to be in unity, mm-hmm. not one against each other. And when there's a conflict, yeah, we have to figure out how to get through that. And when you have a bunch of people taking sides mm-hmm. and ganging up on others, right. it's just never going to work. No. And if I'm honest, and this is going to sting a little bit, and I may, somebody may get in their feelings about it, but I'm just going to be really raw and really honest because this is something that's close to home for me. If you get out of church because you've been hurt by somebody, there's some underlying stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I would challenge you to do a heart check. Yes. Because I would suffice it to say that you've got some religion issues. Yeah. And you need to get relationship back, number one. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think about Peter when he was walking on the water. He was walking on the water just fine until he took his eyes off Jesus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then and he, he started sinking. Sink. And and right. that's what happens in the church. We start looking at people. Yes. Man, come yeah. on, and we just start sinking. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah, keep so our good. eyes on Jesus yeah. and go toward him, move right. toward him constantly. And honestly, we're just so imperfect people. Yeah. I'd gotten to the point where I was literally, as I got a new friend, I'd be like, hey, I'm going to disappoint you. <laughs> just letting you know. Before we become friends, I'm not perfect. Pre morning. Right. Please That's right. grace for me. <laughs> yeah. And I would do the same for you. I'm not even right. kidding because I got to the point where I was scared to have friendships. Yeah. Because it's just so easy to make mistakes. You're yeah. going to. Yeah. Right. And you just, you. That's how any relationship is going to be. You're going to have to deal yeah. with certain things in certain in, in everyone. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Because we're all different. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And um, you just have to learn how to have grace for people and to learn We're how to have a relationship time. with yeah. yes. them through everything. You know? Well, I think you, you just hit the nail on the head. Have grace. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I mean, what if Jesus just gave up on us oh my God. because on. we offended him? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, how many I'm sure times we have, have, I have offended him several times? Yes. How many me. times have I think about my life and I'm thinking, how many times have I grieved oh him? You know. Yeah. My grandmother, she loves this song. And Mimi, if you're listening, there's this song. And it's an old, old song. And it says, 
I'm going to try not to get emotional, but it says, does he still feel the nails mm-hmm. every right. time I fail? Wow. Mm-hmm. And you got to think about that. When I fail, does Jesus feel those nails go into his hands and his feet? Yeah. Right. Because, Sweet. y'all, I'm just being raw and real. I have failed so many times. Oh, my goodness, so girl. So many times. Fine. And I'm sure I'll do it again. Oh, my gosh, yeah. But if he gave up on me as quick as we give up on the church. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And on people. And, yeah. and on people, yes. It just breaks my heart. Yeah. yeah. And it just brings, brings me back to thinking of forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. That this offensiveness that we all carry, yeah. we can get bitter against people. <clears throat> and you said about Jesus, you know, what if he gave up on us? He's literally forgiving people as they're putting him on the yeah. cross. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, there you can't get much more forgiving than that. Yeah. You're yeah. literally forgiving the people that are killing you. Yeah. Right. And then we don't want to forgive people for the smallest thing. Yeah. And the real, the real, the real part of your heart is like when you're willing to forgive somebody, even whenever you know that you're not wrong. Yeah. Right. yeah. And when they're not sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've been the first to ask for forgiveness when somebody, when I knew for a fact that I was right mm-hmm. and they did not think I was right whatsoever mm-hmm. and whatever, you know, whatever the situation is, but I care about that relationship more. You just hit it. let it stop here. <laughs> it's yeah. the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It's about that relationship being more important to you than the religiosity of you being right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the, it's the same way in our walk with Christ. Yeah. When relationship matters more than religion, mm-hmm. Come on. we've said it a million times tonight, it all lines up. Yeah, right. Good. Mm-hmm. Do you have... I would like to just give one more point. Yeah, to help, and absolutely. I, I, feel like that'll be the come on the finishing up of my part but i just like to say if we are genuinely pursuing a relationship with jesus mm-hmm. we will not get stuck in a pattern of going through the motions mm. wow we will not get stuck in a form of religion but we will continue to grow and the mm. the necessary part of relationship God wants us to become like Him. Mm. Yes. And the only way to become like Him is to know Him. Yes. And the only way to know Him is to have a relationship with Him. And the closer you get to Him, the more you find out about your identity, Mm. your purpose, your your reason for being here. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is deep. This is very important. So I'm going to put Josh on the spot just a little bit. Before he... Well, until he, let me rephrase that, until he got in the word and like Shelby, I think, I think you said it earlier, used it as a mirror and really saw what God wanted him to see in that word. And until he got that relationship with God, until then he was not able to tap into the husband. Yeah. That he was truly designed to be, mm-hmm. or tap into the father that he was truly designed to be, mm-hmm. and the same thing for me. But I just see it so much clearer, mm-hmm. and, and it's obviously easier to see it on somebody else. Yeah. But because you know you don't see the differences in yourself as much as you see it in somebody else. But 
for me as his wife and knowing his walk every day because like y'all don't see what happens behind closed doors yeah. right i know what he's like 24 7 mm-hmm. so for me it was so evident to see the shift Mm. that occurred when relationship became more important to him mm. than religion. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, for a long time, I felt like I was, through my eyes, I was saved through you. Does that make sense? Yeah, come mm. on. Yeah. I, you know, I was, yeah, no. I was doing everything because she did it. Right. And she never let me quit. You know, she pulled me along. Right. He used to say, and I would always correct him, and he never understood why I corrected him, but he always used to say, he doesn't say it as much anymore because I think he understands why I corrected him now, <laughs> yeah. but he always told me I was his angel. Mm-hmm. Because without him, without me, he wouldn't be where he was. But now he realizes that he may have met God through me, mm-hmm. right? But I'm not the reason, yeah. That right. he's where yeah. he is today. Right, right, yeah. right. That's yeah. good. That was good. Can you finish now? <laughs> I doubt. Look, I, I'm a crier, y'all. I, y'all just kind of <laughs> get too. over it. Y'all can Take, your time. Take okay. your time. Well, I mean, I've broke down like twice oh, already, yeah. so but, it's uh, okay. <laughs> but you know, once I finally gave over to him and and had a true relationship with him, I was able to take over that role of the husband. Come on, man. And let her step back into her role right. yeah. as wife. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's, that it's, relationship enabled you to be what, it, it what you were called to be it in really the first did. place. Yes, sir. It really did. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and I would, I would, you know, I know we talked about it a little bit on – a previous episode when we talked about equipping spiritual leadership, but um, I would like to say to you wives out there, if you have a husband that maybe he's just going through the motions and he's just not leading well the way that you think he needs to lead, I would encourage you to read 1 Peter 3, 1 where he just admonishes us wives to step up, step up and show yeah. the conduct, not by words, mm-hmm. not by nagging, no. <laughs> not by griping, yeah. not by complaining about what yeah. they're not doing, but by, because it says literally that they would be won by the conduct of their wives. Mm-hmm. So if you got to step up and be leader for a little bit, yeah. Step up and show him how you want to be led. But here's the key to that, knowing when to step back and when once he's tries to lead, don't don't override that. Yeah. Yeah. If he's not leading, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if he's trying to lead and you won't let him, that's something completely different. Yeah. yeah. And the mm-hmm. way he leads may be different than the way you lead. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't have to do yeah. it just like you yeah. think exactly. it needs to look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, yeah, so, yeah, man, it's been good. Yeah. I just have a few other things I want to mention. Um, we mentioned journaling, and I want to say that, men, y'all can journal too. And I mean, I think there, I mean, Josh keeps a journal. Yeah. 
you know, a prayer journal and there's nothing wrong. It doesn't make a man weak no. to journal. Mm-hmm. I think so many society has these pride, yeah, yeah. pride mindset of a man. Yeah. A man will be soft doing yeah. something like that. You're right. Yeah. Think you're stronger than memory. Right. Absolutely. You put it down on paper, you're able to go back and see what God's done. Right. Um, so, yeah, definitely think that journaling is good, highlighting in your Bible, memorizing, participating in Bible studies, making notes in your Bible and on paper, listening to podcasts. <laughs> I mean, that's been something huge for us. Yeah. Um, but I would say start a quiet time. If you're not in it right now and you're not doing that right now, start it now. Yeah, Turn this podcast sure. off and get <laughs> yes. in a quiet don't space. Don't replace prayer and Bible reading no, with, with podcasts and no. yeah, sermons. Exactly. And that should be an addition to your... Absolutely. Yes, yeah. As much as I, I would love for you to listen to After Amen, after, and I'm, I'm going to say this because... Somebody that I listened to, Joyce Meyer, she made a statement one time. She said that your Bible reading should not be me reading this Bible to yeah. you. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And that's yeah. it, it's the same with your quiet time. Into that before. I have yeah. too. Yeah. I've been guilty. And when she said it, it checked my spirit mm-hmm. so hard. Yeah. Because I've been guilty of that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, yeah, spend some time with him undistracted. Uh, time spent with God in prayer, worship, reading the Bible, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Levi Lusco said this. He said, we live in a loud world. You can't have a quiet soul without a quiet time. Oh, wow. mm. That's good. That's good. so good. Okay. And just remember, and I said this last night at the marriage conference, but prayer is just a conversation between you and God. Yeah. Yes. If you have trouble thinking about it, listen to that song, Talking to Jesus. Mm-hmm. It describes it so well. Yeah. It's literally just a conversation between you and him. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. Keep a prayer journal. Um, document what you're asking him to do in you, through you, and for you. Because we talked about this earlier. It shouldn't always be about what God can do for us, and that's it. Yeah. But in us, Mm -hmm. through us, and for us. Keep a a record of that because you will strengthen your faith by being able to go back and see where God's brought you from. Right, 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 right. And when you get to new struggles, it's amazing. It's so much faith added to be able Mm -hmm. to look back and see where God did this and God did that. And sometimes we need that reminder. More and more builds, and then God's preparing you for bigger things. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I will say this. Because if you're like me, you may kind of be at a point where you don't know where to start. Um, specifically for the prayer journaling portion of it or just prayer time, there are tons of ideas on Pinterest. Get out yeah. there and Google it. Yeah, People have got all kinds of ideas out there. Um, one of the ideas I saw that was really cool, approach it like a letter to God. 
Mm. That's good. Yeah, that is good. That and is literally how I've always done it. And to yeah. me yeah. too. I'm like, dear God. Me yeah. too. Yeah. My <laughs> fasting journal. Y'all should see my fasting journal. It's like, God, I saw you do this today. I'm so <laughs> excited. You know, yeah. I mean, like yeah. most all my journaling is just a letter between me and, well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's not really, really? God writing down words on the paper, she but yeah. but it's me talking to God. Dude, right. you read my stuff you'd think i was right to you <laughs> oh and just so you know this happened yeah yeah and the you know the thing is the really cool thing i thought when i was looking through some of this stuff and i was researching for this episode was pray through scripture yeah the bet yeah. one some of the that's best yeah. scriptures are the psalms yes yeah. yes because that that's literally right. all david was doing right. yeah. mm-hmm. right. I think that's it's why praying I and songs yeah to yeah. sing yeah, absolutely. Yes. And then I would say go further and pray through the notes that you've made. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go through your sermon yeah. notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or you know, look through your prayer journal notes or something and, something and pray through that. About writing your Bible. Mm-hmm. It's the coolest thing ever because the first Bible that I had whenever I first got saved, I wrote in that thing all over the place. <laughs> and it's crazy because I wrote the revelations I was having as I was reading it. Yeah, and so now I can go back and be like, "Wow, that's what I got from that back then." Wow, right. and sometimes I'll be like, "What? What was that? What was that?" What was that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. a lot of it, you know, you go back and you reread it, and you're just like, "Man, that's crazy." That it, and yeah. also as you mature more, you look back and you're like, "Wow, that was such a baby thought," but man, yeah. it was yeah. so powerful. Yeah, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you see where yeah. you come yeah. from. Definitely. Yeah, and if you like more structure, I would say put structure to your quiet time. You can start with gratitude, praise. Um, you can pray for yourself. And yes, it's okay to pray for yourself. I would yeah. say it's important yeah. to pray for yourself. Yeah. Sure. Right. Um, Don't forget other people, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, your spouse or your future spouse. Yeah. Your kids, your family, your friend. I mean, the list can go on. But structure it if you feel like it's better to structure it. Mm-hmm. Um Include scripture in your in in your journaling process, yeah. um, but sometimes also keep in mind that sometimes a quiet time means just that being quiet. Right. Yeah, we mentioned it earlier, but Psalm forty six ten tells us to be still and know that He is God. The yeah. psalmist encourages us to be still. Right, and again, that's that Hebrew word Rafa, which means to leave off, let up. And relax so that we right. can experience the true peace of God. Yeah. Right. Because we can acknowledge at that point the magnitude of God's goodness if we just kind of sit back and just right. bask right. in his yes. presence. Yeah. yeah. I mean, th- that song, The Goodness of God, mm-hmm. is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Because you, you, yeah, he's running after you. Yeah. I mean, if we really sit back and we're quiet and we think about the concept of that, mm-hmm. it's incredible and it's overwhelming. Sure. Yeah. But the the main thing is your quiet time needs to be unique to you. It doesn't have to look like anybody else's quiet time. You don't need to compare because we get stuck in this comparison. And once again, there goes that religion word. Yeah. yeah. Jenny Lusco said it's not the religiousness of it. It's the relationship of it. Yeah. It's practicing the presence of God and also living it out. Yeah, yes. that's good. 
Man, that's such a powerful statement. That sums up a lot of what we've talked about. Yeah, it does. It does. And if I can, I'm just going to read a couple more scriptures. Um, Luke 135 says, And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also that holy one who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Just think about that. Mm-hmm. He come upon you, and he will overpower you. Yes. Think about when we sit in his presence and how he can he can overpower us sometimes. And if we'll just sit back and let him do what he wants to do, right. the magnitude of that is just it's amazing, and the potentials of what. Mm-hmm. If we'll right. just be still sometimes, what he yeah. can do. Yeah. Yes. Um, in Luke 5, verse 16, it says, So he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. Yeah. And he himself yeah. is Jesus. Yeah. Right. If Jesus withdrew to the wilderness and prayed, how much more should yes. we? Yes. How much more should we? Right. How much more should we? We should be doing the walk. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And then the last thing I'm going to say, and then we'll wrap it up, is when you're talking to Jesus and you need some structure, look at it this way. Acts. A-C-T-S. Adoration. Tell God how great he is. Mm-hmm. Confession. Acknowledge your sins and repent. Thanksgiving, thank him for his goodness and supplication. Ask him for what you need and want. And I think there's a yeah. reason that supplications last. Yeah. Yes. Put all yeah. that other stuff before yes. what you need right. or good. what you want. Yeah. That is good. We're good. Um, I'm going to throw these scriptures out there. I'm not going to read them for time's sake. Psalm chapter 5 verses 1 through 3, and Matthew chapter 6, verses 6 through 15. I would highly, highly recommend that you read those. And I would also say, Shelby mentioned it earlier, but I would also say check out version. Mm-hmm. It's a free Bible app on your phone. It also has devotional plans. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle yeah, of one I right now. <laughs> oh my it also gosh, has a, love them. Set a like a prayer thing. Like yes. you can set a time. Right. Yeah. Yes. For and we've actually yeah. we're actually in the middle. Look into this more. Yeah. We're actually in the middle of one of the devotionals right now, yeah. and we're doing it via FaceTime <laughs> with my son, who is in yeah. military training. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and it's. It's been such a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I think you can actually share it, can't you? Can? you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's okay. what we've it is done. It's really cool because you yeah. can actually, if you don't have somebody that lives near you, mm-hmm. like I, we have a friend, in, or well, we really call her a sister, Michelle. She lives in Jackson, like two hours away. And we'll do devotions together. Yeah. And try to get together and talk about them. Mm-hmm. And you can, it'll give you a little check mark and say, oh, you did it today. Or it'll be like, yeah. Hey, you're, like, yeah. you're behind. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. So. Yeah. There's lots of different ways. Um, if you have questions about anything, you can email us at afteramenpodcast at gmail.com. If you need us to pray with you about something, or even if you just want to share something that maybe you've gotten out of the episode, we just want we'd love to hear from you. Yes, we yeah. would. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
totally lost track of my thoughts. That's going to have to be edited out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm totally messed up now. Okay. Um, you can email us at afteramenpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you would, subscribe and rate us. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, and Facebook and IG. Um, that's Instagram for you older people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'd just like to thank everyone for listening. And I'd also like to uh, encourage you to go check out the guys at Wrestling for the Faith with yes. uh, Chad and Casey. Awesome. They yes. have been a, a true blessing to me. Absolutely. And uh, they're great guys. To us? Yes. <laughs> and uh well they were mine first <laughs> so um yeah go check them out uh it's completely holy spirit led guys yes, they're they're awesome for sure and uh we and just we'll like link to, to that in the show yeah, notes as well we would just like to thank you all for listening and uh we would like to thank um noah and holly and trey and shelby for yes thank it you was so an much. Honor being yes, on thank here for having us thank you guys and uh and noah, we will also link to all of the scriptures and all of the um ideas and things that we mentioned in the podcast we'll link to those in the show notes as well yeah mm-hmm. um noah you want to close us out in prayer bud sure i would i would love to lord we come to you and we would just like to thank you for this opportunity to to be able to pour into people's lives I hope I understand that we talked and we covered a lot of ground tonight. And Lord, you stretched us and you used us in different ways. But we ask that what you wanted shared was what prevailed most. And that the fact that in this day and hour, we must be chasing after a relationship with you in order to not fall into a form of religion. Anybody under the sound of my of my voice that have struggle with forms of godliness or that are just playing God games and just have one foot in uh, the world and one foot in the church, I ask Mm -hmm. that you would convict them. I ask that you would touch them by your love. Lord, you are a God of grace. You are a God that accepts people. We can never sin too much to where we are too far out of reach. We can never do it wrong to the point where we can't get it on track. Yeah. And I thank you for that grace that is pulling at people's hearts. Mm-hmm. I ask that you would help us to keep you in priority. Yes, Jesus. Help us to learn more about you as we grow closer to you. Reveal yourself to us. Yes, Lord. I heard my father pray that over me my entire life. Mm-hmm. He asked for God to reveal himself yes. in our lives. Mm-hmm. Talking about me and my brother on a personal level. And Father, the more that you have revealed yourself to me, Mm-hmm. the more I have wanted to pursue a relationship with you yes. and get closer to you. I thank you and I praise you. We honor you. We thank you for this opportunity. We ask that you would bless everybody that's been a part of this with us. Be glorified in Jesus' yes. name. Yes. Amen. 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 And we'd like to thank everyone for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.